Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today. And if you're looking for a road less traveled, but maybe not too far from home, don't forget you can start your adventure over at visitmississippi.org. And you can stream good things. We are live over at supertalk.fm where you can watch and listen to the show. And if you are watching the show, you'll see I am not alone today in the studio. In fact, I have my very first fur guest with us in the studio. Her name is Angela. We're going to hear all about her story because with her, she has her owner, which is Jan Swarengen. She is the author of Yorkie Who Sings at Midnight, along with Miss Pippa, who's with the Animal Rescue Fund of Mississippi. And joining us by phone is Caleb. And we will get to how he connects to the story in just a second. So welcome, everybody. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you here, Jan, because I have your book, The Yorkie Who Sings at Midnight. And and it's a wonderful love story for any of us who have rescued pets. So if you have a rescued fur baby at home, this story is going to tug at your heartstrings. But give us a little background about how you met Angela. Actually, uh, my husband has always wanted a Yorkie. So we uh, kind of scour the, the pages and see what's going on in all the rescue areas. And I saw a picture of her. She was at... Um, at a, vet, a local vet, she had been rescued from a hoarding situation and brought to ARF Animal Rescue Fund, and uh, then piecemealed, you know, milled out for for vets to, to assess for, for their further needs. Anyway, she was being treated and uh, for heartworms and various other things. Saw the picture of her and I said, "Bingo, you know, that's it." So I, I, I called the rescue, I called the vet, and I called Pippa and talked to uh, Angela's foster mom. And got it set up, and the next thing we know, she's home with us. Well, it's not like Angela was in her prime, so to speak, if that's fair to say, whenever you came across her, which is part of this being a love story, and I think so important to share. How old was Angela when you first saw her or got interested in rescuing her? I think she's probably around 12. That's her. That's the guesstimated age. Um, and, and actually, we have an anniversary coming up. It'll be a year we've had her since October the 28th. And I would say Pippa, with the Animal Rescue Fund, it's harder, for lack of a better term, to find forever homes for dogs who start to get in double digits. Would exactly. that be fair? That would be very fair, yes. Because, I mean, well, I mean, what there, some of that comes with other responsibilities when you adopt an older animal. So how excited are you guys when people are interested in those that maybe have... You know, are wise in years, in their fur years. It's, it takes a very special person to adopt a senior dog. Most people are like, oh, I don't want to do it because I will have them such a short time and I'll fall in love and their lifespan will be with us will be low, short. But it takes a very special person to be able to love a dog and take in a dog that's a senior. Um, they have a lot of lot of love to give. they got a lot of wisdom to give. They are very, very appreciative. They know from whence they came. 
and so they 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 can make a great addition to a family it just takes the right family to to want to take in a senior and obviously you guys were the right family jan for little angela so how did but not everybody who rescues an animal at all even those those that are considered older turn it into a book so where (laughs) did the yorkie who sings at midnight come from well it comes from the fact that she does sing at midnight i mean it's not like a, a, a lyrical song or anything but when when she first came in with us and was settling in um she sleeps beside me in the in, on, on the floor because her vision is so bad i don't want her to fall off the bed and i around between 12 and one o'clock or 12 and four in the morning i began to hear this and i thought where is that coming from and it was her and I, and I thought, well, this is odd. So after a few nights of everything of this happened, and I said, this dog is singing. So I thought, okay, Yorkie that sings at midnight did a little uh, essay on Facebook titled that. And one of my Facebook friends wrote back and said, you should think about turning this into a book. And so we did. We met with uh, Susan Marquez at Mississippi Writers Guild, showed her the essay, and she said, go for it. So overnight that night... Um, most of the book was written. It just kind of spilled out of my brain onto the paper, and there we were. There we were, and here we are now on Good Things. You have the book, The Yorkie Who Sings at Midnight, and this is where Mr. Caleb comes into the conversation because you needed some artwork for your precious little book. I'm holding it up. If you're watching over at supertalktv.com, you'll see it, or at supertalk.fm slash watch, you'll see me holding up the little book. So when it came to finding the right person to illustrate it, how did Caleb come into the picture? It's a, it's a great story. Um, I had the illustrations, the type of illustrations I wanted in my mind, and they kind of re- reflect the artwork in The Little Prince, which is a famous book. And I sent uh, – one of my neighbors is the assistant principal at Germantown High School. I called her, and I said, do you have any really talented art students that might be interested in doing some illustrations for me? And she didn't hesitate. She said, I got just the person for you. And it was – she gave me Caleb's name so we we contacted his mom and she said sure I sent him a sketch of what I wanted for the cover I mean a rough sketch and he turned it around in like 15 minutes with the cover like I just like I wanted Caleb so I know you've actually stepped out of class and gotten permission to join us here on good things today so I truly appreciate that so when did you first connect with uh, Miss Jan when she said she wanted you to uh, do the cover for the Yorkie who sings at midnight well I heard that it was for a rescue and I have two rescues at home and I love animals and so when I heard of who was about and I heard got to hear um, Angela's story, I was like, this is it. I have to draw this dog and get her story out there for everybody to hear. So when did you start drawing? I mean, it's one thing to sort of doodle there in class when you should be paying attention. <laughs> right, Caleb? But it's another thing to be confident enough in your work for it to be a book cover. So where did you pick up your talent for sketching? I have always loved drawing. I've been drawing since as long as I can remember. I even ended up on my mom's first year working at um, the high school I go to. I ended up drawing in Sharpie on the um, desk, which scared both her and me because I was like 10, I think, when it happened. 
But, yeah, I've always loved drawing. So is that sketch still there, or did you get to take that desk home as part of the end-of-the-year parting gift <laughs> for for that year of school, Caleb? Um, I had to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question. From a mom who's got a 9-year-old who loves to draw and doodle, how do you get Sharpie off of a desk? I think that's something we could all learn. Is there some trick to that? Goo off and a magic eraser. <laughs> Mom chimes in on on that one. There, you heard it there. If you need to get some um, black marker off. Well, I know that there's no need to get off the doodle that you did here. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's dark. It's 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 like at midnight. So she said she uh, that you completed it, Caleb, in like 15 minutes. Did you just see her vision? Did you know exactly what um, what she wanted, even though maybe you hadn't met Angela yet? I just went with what felt right at the time. Have you like, met Angela yet? I have. She's adorable. She, I love her. She is very adorable. Okay, so what was it like, Caleb, to get to see your artwork as a teenager on a you know on a published book? It was scary, but amazing at the same time. Well, I think you should be super proud of your of your talents and being piece of Miss Angela's story that gets to go on and be shared with everyone else. And I appreciate your time here on Good Things. What class are you going back to, Caleb? Spanish. Oh, well, we should keep you a little bit longer. <laughs> we would hate to rush you back to that class uh, quicker than you have to. No, I am kidding. No, but you are very talented, and we can't wait to see what other works comes out of your future as an illustrator, if that's what you choose to do. Thank you. Thank you. I think I just love this, too. I love so many pieces about um, Angela's story. Uh, Jan, one, the fact that, you know, she didn't have the best start um, to her life, which I want to get back to the hoarding uh, piece with you, Pippa, and how um, how common is that and, and what animals are sort of living in those type of situations. But the fact that, you know, even for so many of us, we feel like we've missed our prime or it's not it's too late to make a difference. And here Angela is. I mean, she's now almost 13, I would, I would assume. And she's making a huge impact with just being who she is, which was singing at big night and connecting, you know, with others, which proves to all of us that no matter the age of our fur friends, they still have love to give um, in that respect. So did you get the original artwork for the cover from Caleb, or did he keep that? Oh, no, we, we shared it. We shared it? I was just going to say, we need to share that, and we're continuing to share Angela's story coming up next here on Good Things. This is not a puppy love. Someone help me, help me, help me, please. Is the answer up above? How can I ever tell them this is not a puppy love? No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certain team shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601 371 1051. This is Dennis Stevenson. 
Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Some people treat investing like a game. But Marcus by Goldman Sachs approaches investing in a smart way with digitally managed portfolios that leverage Goldman Sachs strategies. So, do you want to play games or do you want your money to work smart? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks. They're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show, brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Cross Space Solutions, protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Cross Space Solutions of Mississippi. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Well played. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So go to visit Mississippi.org to explore a little more. And we're learning more about Angela's uh, life. And she is our fur friend who's joining us today in the Good Things studio. So we encourage you to go over to supertalk.fm slash watch or supertalk TV to tune in. You'll see our little fur friend. She's coming up on 13 years. She was the inspiration for Jan's book, The Yorkie Who Sings at Midnight. And you do a great dedication in the book to the Animal Rescue Fund of Mississippi, which we have joining us, Miss Pippa. And I don't want to let us pass this by because what I love about the book and Angela's story is that every dog is worse or animal. I know um, 
Angela is a puppy, or not a puppy, but a, an older pet, worth saving. So what do you guys do, the good work that you guys do on a day-to-day basis? Well, ARF is the state's largest no-kill animal rescue organization. And what we do is we take in, rescue, abuse, neglected dogs and cats. Um, we have rescued some pigs and chickens and goats, but um, we mostly focus on dogs and cats. But we um, we get them, we rescue them from whatever situation they're in. We get them healthy. We get them trusting. We get them where they're ready for a family, and then adopt them into great, wonderful, safe homes. Um, some dogs come to us in worse shape than others. The group that came with Angela were in a very bad hoarding situation, and every one of them had significant health problems that needed to be taken care of. And heartworms, malnutrition, extreme skin issues, horrible matting, the matting on these dogs because they were just living in cages, um, not being touched just until it's time to breed them. Um, and so they were in very, very poor shape when they came to us. And um, so what we do is get them, get them turned around and and you get to see the before, and then you also get to see the after when when uh, families choose to rescue. And so what what does it mean for the life of a dog or for just obviously just the population for animals, uh, you know, in our state when families choose to rescue over maybe going in other routes in terms of finding a breeder or whatever it may be? Uh, it makes a huge difference in the lives of the animals that we take off the streets and get them in their home. There's, there's no... M- more value in one animal to another they were all brought into this earth and they all deserve a good safe home and um breeding and there there are some decent breeders but for the most part in mississippi in the south and in pennsylvania um breeders are not um don't don't consider the well well-being of the animal and it's a lazy man's way of making money um but so when someone chooses to adopt we um we're able to take in more off the street and t- help more lives and it um they they love you so very much they are not they they have a deep appreciation from whence they came as i said earlier and they give you the very very best and that we're not going to ever run out we need to spay and neuter our animals so that we don't have the plethora that we have i promise you we will never run out of animals that are needing homes and so People adopting do make a huge difference in the world of rescue, and they they become a part of the world of rescue when they adopt from a rescue organization. And I can say that too. I mean, we adopted our, our precious uh, Brutus, who was a boxer. We, we rescued him from Arkansas, and they do they just love you a little bit differently. And I I mean, because we have we've we've had we've gone through both situations, and you do feel like you know you 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 just your heart just expands a little bit wider when you have a rescue pet um, at home, knowing that you've given them a second chance. And now I will say we've never rescued an a two years old is semi-older for an older dog. Um, I mean, for a larger breed. But 12, 12 is, is, you know, up there in terms of years. But I wanted to take this time, too, on Good Things Today, though, Jan, to share that she still had so much life and love to sort of give. And if you are in a stage of life that maybe the idea of having a puppy in your home makes you <laughs> makes you cringe yeah. because they come with their own, they you do. know, responsibilities mm-hmm. and hyperness that don't miss out on good years just because you may not have double-digit years. And so what would you say, I mean, I'm sure you and your husband do not regret one day with Precious Angela. Oh, no, not at all. Um, <clears throat> she, um, she, she, just, she just has so much personality. I mean, I never dreamed. I thought, you know, adopting out a, or adopting a, um, uh, an older, ill dog, been around a long time. She also has mammary gland tumors that we really have to watch carefully. Um, 
that that she would not be you know all that active but we just love her you know well all of a sudden here we have this dog that's all full of life and she she's just she's just a doll she has no regrets i mean i'm sure that her life has been horrible but what she has been able to do is show us as human beings the power of forgiveness and the power of loving somebody forward is that you know she when i leave the house she's at the back door when i come home she's still at the back door and this is supposed to be my husband big solid's dog you know well it's she's mine (laughs) and she's also paying it forward in the community because you've gotten angela out made a little bit of a celebrity out of her mm -hmm. so who has she been loving on in the last little while we have decided to rename ourselves between angela and jan we call ourselves team jangela and we are, have gone to some long-term care facilities and some assisted living facilities, some day, day, day care opportunities for adults, and we read from the book to them, and she goes along too. Well, they see her, and their hearts melt, and my heart melt, and it's like the world is a perfect place to be. So it just gives us a brief moment in time where we don't have to think about anything but good stuff. Which was what we hope we do here on Good Things. And while, you know, when you think about where these uh, rescue animals may have come from, I hope you don't miss the light, which is the opportunity that you can give them a better home and that you can bring some joy and some love that maybe you need in your own life, uh, too, by connecting with these fur friends. All right, who's the perfect reader for the Yorkie who sings at Midnight Jam? You know, people ask me if it's a children's book. Excuse me. Um, It's not. You know, I, I would not recommend it for young children, but mature teenager or mature older to older um, kids and adults. It's also a, per, a, a book that just if you're if you're feeling a little bit down and depressed, if you read this book, you're going to read the first half of it and say, what a horrible life this little dog had. And then you get in the second half of it and find out how she survived it, how she found a wonderful place to be and how the process worked, bringing her from a horrible situation to a rescue to a foster fan, a foster home that supplied her with how to be loved, and then to a family. So it's really a, a payback to um, to everybody that has ever been interested in rescue, adoption, foster care, and loves animals. And I think, too, if you've ever been interested in it and just haven't maybe pulled the trigger or went forward, I hope you feel a little bit more encouraged today to reach out to your local animal rescue um, operations or ARF, and uh, they will help be happy to help you statewide. And think about bringing in, you know, a, 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 fur, a fur baby to your home, or if you're thinking about getting another fur baby, always think about rescuing first. Now, Jan, I wanted to give you the opportunity to read your prayer to Angela. I know that you wrote in the book you requested to read just a little bit um, of it, and so I think it will help us understand how much heart went into the book and your relationship with sweet Angela. Well, actually, this is Angela's prayer. Oh, this is Angela's prayer. Yeah, this is what she says every night. Now I lay me down to sleep and pray to dog this home I keep, my special bowl so I can eat and comfy bed so soft and sweet, my one good eye so I can see my big backyard where I roam free, keep my heartbeats always strong so I can share my midnight song. Help me tell my tale of how you snatched me from then and put me in now. I always get emotional. It's okay. <laughs> Please let me stay here as long as forever. I won't disappoint you. I promise. Not ever. Amen. Amen. Mm. 
But I think that's a wonderful prayer, too, that I can, you know, that I feel like more dogs are appreciative of this opportunity to sort of share Angela's story because there is a spot for it. And just because you are in a different phase of life, it's not over for you either. I think, yes, this is a dog story. I get that. But it's also a story of redemption, a story of hope and an opportunity. You may have had a really crappy start. That doesn't mean that's how it has to end. And you can be a part of a pet story or journey in that way, no matter whether it's a puppy to an elderly, you know, dog when you choose to, you know, pay the kindness forward by by rescuing. If folks are are so moved and they are in the area, Jan, where will you guys be tonight? We're going to be at Lemuria Bookstore at at five o'clock doing a signing of our book. And then Angela and I will be uh, reading from the book. Angela's signing too. She's got a little stamp with a little paw print on it. And we're going to do a reading uh, around five thirty. Around 530. And yep. if we want more information on rescuing or helping what you guys do at ARF, how do we do that, Peppa? Um, you can go to our Facebook page, Animal Rescue Fund of Mississippi, or our website, arfms.org. Um, and, or you can email us at a- ejackson at arf.org. ARFMS.org. And how much it means, too, across the state when you see people raising blankets or food or when their rescue uh, leagues put out for, you know, stuff. It, it costs money to rescue these dogs it, it and animals. It takes a whole lot of money to run a rescue. People say, oh, I want to get into rescue. Like, mm. It's very expensive, and it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. But I'm, I tell people I'm able to sleep at night because I know I'm making a difference. But there are lots and lots of ways to, to become a part of the rescue community. You can help. By doing fundraisers, or you can foster, or you can adopt, or you can come just walk a dog, or sit in, sit in a room with a cat or a dog that just needs some time. Or you can purchase the Yorkie Who Sings at midnight, because proceeds also go to ARF. Where can we get it, besides Lemuria? Uh, you can get it, actually, you can get it on Amazon, but um, I'm I'm looking at different bookstores. I've been going down to the coast here pretty soon and doing a signing down there. Uh, but get in touch with Lemuria. That's your main source right now. All righty. Or let us know, and we'll get you connected with Jan herself and Angela. But you guys stick with us. We've got more good for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Thursday, a beautiful day, partly sunny, high near 88. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. It's coming! Start the car! What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gotten the Mazda of Jackson! Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? (laughs) 
our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. <laughs> Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sponsored by The Road. Your destination for fine men's clothing. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. We've all heard the old expression, work smarter, not harder. Those words become a reality when you visit Ace Bolt and Screw. From tools and accessories to every fastener imaginable, Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every job. Register to win a Predator Talon high-performance electric bike valued at $3,000. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 at the Gluckstadt exit, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Ahead of the Supreme Court's review of Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban, Attorney General Lynn Fitch told Supertalk this is a chance to re-examine Roe v. Wade. For 50 years, you've had this blurry lines about when is viability, who should really be in charge, and you've got so many different federal courts that have had a number of different decisions. The court will hear oral arguments in the case December 1st. Gas prices jumped by 10 cents over the past week to a statewide average of 292. That's a high we haven't seen since 2014. Don Redman with AAA explained that before Ida in August, crude was $60 a barrel. Now it's 80 You had oil wells being capped in 2020 because no one was producing oil because there was no demand. Now you come to 2021 and there's this uh, uptick in demand globally and you just don't have that product ready to, to ship out. I'm Kelly Bennett. As a farmer, I am. I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties, if it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. A lot of good things to do in Mississippi, plenty of unique places to see and events to go to, but go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And we're actually going to celebrate a national day a few days early. Yep, it's October the 13th, but coming up on the 15th, that's this Friday, it is recognized as National White Cane Safety Day, and it stresses the importance of a white cane to help the visually challenged move safely and independently. And joining us here on Good Things is Miss Barbara. She serves with the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Service as a technology instructor at the Addie McBride Center for the Blind. Hey, Miss Barbara. Hello, how are you? I'm not going to complain today, Miss Barbara, and I think this is a wonderful <laughs> event and things that y'all have got cooking up for this coming up Friday, and I'm learning something new today about white canes. So give us a little bit of background about the White Cane Safety Day. Okay, the White Cane Safety Day is a day to observe and recognize the use of blind people using the white cane to um, navigate the streets to help us to become independent. But the most important part is to do so safely. And so the day... Uh, is intended to raise awareness and uh, inform the public about cane travel for those of us who are blind or visually impaired. And I didn't know, Miss Barbara, that there were different types of canes with coloring to sort of help mark dif- uh, between visually impaired or a red and white striped cane for maybe those who are hearing impaired as well as visually impaired. So I learned something new today. Oh, that's good. Because actually, back in the 30s, the cane was black. And so the introduction of the white cane, uh, that credit is given to Lions Club International because one of their members back in 1930 observed a blind man crossing the street. And he saw that it was getting attention, but they decided to paint the cane white so that it would get more in uh, attention. And during that time, the cane was carried um, in a more diagonal position, and it was really to just identify the person as being blind. So in the 40s, to really um, help the and assist the World War II veterans when they came home to get them back into society, um, the 
cane was revised a little bit, and so even today, because of technology, you have different types of canes, different lengths, different tips, um, you know, so that people have their own specific preference in using the cane as they navigate the street. So the cane has grown over the years, the different methods, um, and so we just want to be where we can be out and travel independently and safely. Well, I think that's definitely a good thing. Now, I know there's a lot of good work going on at Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services, but I hadn't heard of the Abby McBride Rehabilitation Center for the Blind. So, Ms. Barbara, what do you do as a technology instructor? Okay, um, I'm actually working in retirement, so I've come back to Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation for the Blind, and uh, which is I'm working under the offices of Vocational Rehabilitation Services for the Blind. And so I'm at the Addie McBride Center, and I teach the clients um, how to use assistive technology with speech, such as the computers, uh, the JAWS, job access with speech software. I work with them with book readers, such as the Victor Stream, uh, also their iPhones, and also um, I also transcribe and produce uh, print to Braille. So any uh, of the Braille work that we need to do for people out in the community or within the center, I also do that. that. And I also do outreach for the agency as I'm doing today. Well, you're doing a good job today in, in sort of helping promote what's coming up on Friday, which is National White Cane Safety Day, which again stresses that importance of what that cane does for those that are visually challenged to move safely and independently. And I know Miss Barbara, and I know this because Miss Jan gave away a little bit of a childhood secret um, of you for me. And she said you had a mom that was determined for you to, you know, have all the sort of childhood memories. So tell us how you learned how to ride a bicycle. Well, actually, there are three of us sisters of five girls. Three of us are blind. And actually, my older sister, Patricia, learned to ride the bike before I did. So my younger brother, he helped me learn. So, of course, we were out in the streets, um, and he showed me how to do it. And once I learned to balance myself, uh, I actually rode the bicycle. We roller skated and we did everything that the other kids did in the neighborhood. And we actually were expected to bring home good grades as everybody else. So we were not treated special in any sort of way. 
Well, I would I would give two high two high fives if I could to your mom as she was in the studio with us uh, today. I feel like that's such a good message. It's also great what what you guys do there within the Department of Rehabilitation, which is just raising awareness, celebrating all the achievements that are you know made by those who are just differently um, abled. I know y'all have an event of some kind coming up this Friday for the White Cane um, event, Miss Barbara. What's going on? Okay, Friday morning at 10 o'clock, we will observe White Cane Safety Day. So we will start out, we will meet in our lobby, and our center direction director, uh, Mrs. Rosie Gibson, will get us started uh, with a few opening remarks, and then we will have a staff person and a client to uh, share their own personal stories using the cane. I will give uh, the historic perspective and talk about the day and the law. And then we will be directed by our orientation and mobility staff as to how we will proceed with the route that they've come up with for us to walk around the campus of UMC, we will have our canes. Some of us will do sighted guide as well because people need to be aware of how to do sighted guide properly. So we will be using the canes. We'll use sighted guide. And um, we will um, have our shirts on, shirts and T-shirts, for MDRS and for Adam McBride Center, and we just hope to uh, raise awareness with the public as to uh, all the things that blind people can do as far as travel is concerned. We want people to know whether they're a newly blind person or family members of blind people. We want them to know that blindness is not a tragedy and that life does not end with blindness and we can proceed with our lives and have a great time. Well, I think that is a great message. And if we want more information about the work y'all do on a daily basis at Addie McBride uh, Center for the Blind, where can we go for more? Okay, you can, uh, anyone who wants information, uh, we're actually located on the campus of UMC. We're close to the Children's Hospital and the Methodist Rehab Center. But you can also call um, 601-364-2700. You can ask for our center director, Mrs. Rosie Gibson, or talk to any of our uh, administrative assistance staff members. Well, I appreciate your time on Good Things Today, Miss Barbara. I hope you all have great weather and a great turnout for your event, and keep up the good work. Okay, I think we are going to have good weather, and we are looking forward to it. And so thank you for the opportunity for us to get the word out. Learn something new every day here on Good Things. Who knew about the white canes versus the red and white striped? They mean something, and I hope you have learned something new. And I hope you stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next.
Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well-child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. It's the closing agri-market report. At the close of New York Cotton Exchange, the center cotton was down 252 to 103.86. March cotton was down 226 to 101.84. Close, the Chicago Board of Trading of soybeans were down 3 cents to 11.95 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were down 4 cents to 12.06 per bushel. December corn was down 10 and a quarter to 5.12 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down 10 cents to 5.22 per bushel. At the mercantile, December live cattle, no change at 129.25. February live cattle, down 70 to 133.55. November feeders, down 82 to 160.97. January feeders, down 132 to 161.45. And at this hour, Dow Jones is down 19 points, 34,359. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Fun. Mistletoe Marketplace. Join us November 3rd through 6th for the 41st annual premier holiday shopping experience at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. As you may know, each year Mistletoe Marketplace offers unique shopping and entertainment. We have special events throughout Mistletoe Marketplace that are sure to excite those young and the young at heart. Buy your tickets today to join the festivities. Funds raised through this beloved event make it possible for the Junior League of Jackson to host over 30 community projects and initiatives. This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And if you want some more pork recipes, because October is National Pork Month, then you can take some time by going to port.org slash real-pork. And if you are streaming us live over at supertalk.fm, you might see on Supertalk's news a tab. I was say it's the website, but the tab is a happy 246th birthday. It's a big birthday to the U.S. Navy, and I didn't realize that we shared our wedding anniversary with the U.S. Navy's birthday. We've got a few more years to go, though, to catch up to their 246th birthday, but I do want to wish my beloved husband 14 happy years of wedded bliss. At least half those were happy, right? <laughs> At least seven. No, I'm just totally kidding. Uh, so, yeah, so big milestone for us today and always exciting uh, time. So thank you all, too, who have taken the time to wish us a happy anniversary um, online. Congrats. We appreciate that as well. And it, as going today, it would also be appropriate that it's National No Bra Day. I thought, who needs a day for that? That's every afternoon after five. Um, but you may have been seeing this, too, or maybe you've even seen a few women who have been brave enough to embrace it uh, in public, but it's for good reason because it encourages uh, women to leave the bra at home to promote the conversation around breast cancer awareness and to raise money for uh, for research because October is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I thought, huh, my day and my wedding day all wrapped up in into one. Uh, many of you are talking. To promote the conversation. <laughs> to promote the conversation. Guys, I'll give you a hint. Let her start that conversation. <laughs> So you don't wind up in HR. I would. It is. I guess it is a kind of a bold and and way to in the time in which we live. I don't know how long the National No Bra Day has been around, but that I will say that that would be right up there with. Are you pregnant? With are you wearing a bra? Don't those two are probably that you just should. You're not going to get the response you're thinking. No. <laughs> oh, I just see this all going wrong. <laughs> but you know what? If you, you know what? I'm just, how about. It, it is It is a noble cause. It oh, is to sure. raise awareness for breast cancer and the fight to end all cancers. But in this month, specifically, the focus is paid to breast cancer. It is. I do remember um, in Vicksburg, there used to be. They would take the bras and do it across the bridge, and you would um, donate old bras or whatever it may be, and they would tie those together and to sort of raise awareness as well. But you know what? If you are brave enough to do it or if you are sporting that today, then kudos to you for that. Just be ready for the side eyes and the awkward conversations um, to come. Which I'm raising awareness even if you didn't know you were. <laughs> even if you didn't know that you were. Many are asking on the text line, too, about the book we were talking about. Miss Pamela was requesting the name as she had to get out of her car. Which, shame on you getting out of your car. 
are doing good things. You just need to hunker in and hunker down for the hour. But it is the Yorkie who sings at uh, midnight. And I love the lady shirt from ARF in here who was talking about um, cats were socially distancing before it was cool. And I thought, here's another way that Rhino and I's personalities are totally polar opposite but perfectly balanced because you are a total rescue cat person, not you know, to the extremes, but Porch Cat was rescued, correct? Right. I mean, I I didn't go to a breeder and say, hey, give me this cat. No, it was a uh, roommate, adopted a cat, and uh, wound up, the cat chose me. Isn't that how that happens with cats, period, though? Yeah, they tend to choose their human. Yes, they choose their human, even, and if you have a cat in your home who hasn't chosen you, then you get that, like... They, you may still appreciate that cat. That cat may still appreciate the fact that you feed it and you're there for it. But if the you're cat not tolerates you at best, the cat tolerates you at best. Where I'm total dog lover, fur friend, extraordinaire, and I have to say too, if you've ever thought about rescuing, rescuing is sort of the, is definitely the way to go. And if you if you have, you can still do both. You can have a dog that's been bred to yours. You know specifications but you can always make room for a rescued one as well they usually have the best personalities for sure which i would like to think that all dogs do or pets do but definitely the ones that are rescued and we all have personalities too over on facebook (laughs) well that was a segue (laughs) we don't always want to see your true personality there but we would love for (laughs) your good headlines over on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. It was like a dog chasing a squirrel. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> I was thinking, please don't just share all of your personality on Facebook. You could hold some of it back. But the good stuff, that's what we want to see. And so the conversation never ends on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there if you are on the Book of Faces. But don't go anywhere. you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things for you and I. Good things for you and I. Good things for you and I. Good things for you. Talk Mississippi Media Production.